You should tell that um, moon joke to our next guest on the show, yep. the, the legend of Australian tennis commentary, the man who possibly stays awake till 4 a.m. calling tennis games without even a toilet break. Brett Phillips <laughs> joining us on Sports Day. BP, did you uh, did you call that game till 4 a.m. the other morning and were you allowed a toilet break? No, 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 Jase. Uh, work smarter, not harder. That goes through my brain every day <laughs> of my life now. I've done not how many Australian Opens, but... No, no, you've got, to, you've got to get out. When the night looks like it's going way out of control, which you can in tennis, uh, you, just, you just get through that little side exit door. Yeah, we're talking to BP, thanks to the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. Hey, so on that note, BP, have you, have you, I know that it's, it's doing the rounds at the moment about how late some of these games go. Uh, have you got any obvious solutions that they can help with the scheduling so we don't have these crazy late-nighters? Well... <laughs> I mean, you could start the day potentially an hour earlier at 10 o'clock rather than 11. Uh, mm. You could bring the night session uh, forward. I mean, I, I don't know exactly. And you know, Look, obviously Channel 9 pay a hell of a lot for the tennis. have extended their deal here. I imagine, you know, their flagship is their news, um, you know, around the country that, you know, 6 o'clock, uh, I don't think they'd want that interrupted. Even though, you know, obviously there's two channels covering the tennis. Could you put it on the second channel? But it is the marquee. Uh, night match, so they would want that on the main channel. So that um, that's not easy to probably manoeuvre, I'd imagine, because there's quite a few you know stakeholders involved in all this, and and um, you know partners, and there'd be a lot of things I just don't know behind the scenes. But or do you just schedule? I mean, the danger is if you just schedule one match and there's a withdrawal, there's a retirement, it finishes early. They've paid good money, the fans here, and they're not getting a night's worth of entertainment. Um, so it's not it's not a it's not an easy solution. I mean, it's just it's a unique sport in that sense that there is um, no definitive time clock. Yeah. You know, do you? But when do you make the call? I mean, do you say, okay, well, we're going to get to eleven, and we're coming back tomorrow? But then that affects the schedule for the next day because you've got to get through a lot of matches. So yeah, I, I'll uh, I'll think about it probably more post uh, the AO. But I, I think now it's in the lights. Um, more. I've never had more discussion on it than ever before. So I think the powers to be will probably be forced to at least have a look at it. All the governing bodies come coming together. Righto. Um, Actually, yeah, greater minds than us will come up with something yeah, if they have to. What do you think of Andy Murray's idea of having two matches on centre court in the day session? Because a lot of this is caused yep. by these games running Back over. On. They've got to clear out the stadium, yep. bring in the new fans. And we're seeing at the moment we've got a game that's running over. Yeah, well, that's what the U.S. Open, uh, Jay do now. They uh, start this. They start their day at twelve, and they just have two matches. We know Wimbledon just had one session uh, that starts at one thirty on Centre Court, but three matches that um, uh, are just one session that go through it all. And they have a curfew over there as well, so they can't play past a certain time. So that's not the uh, not the worst idea for sure. I mean, that's not always the case. I haven't got the exact numbers of um, you know, how many night sessions don't start on time. Uh, but you know whether you could just even go half an hour earlier, maybe even six thirty. I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there'll be probably a solution. I feel like something will change now that it's actually uh, been put into the public forum more than ever that I can remember. Righto. Well, the big question is around tonight's uh, huge match. It's most eyes are going to be on. I'd reckon from an Australian point of view throughout the tournament, uh, Alex Dimonor and Novak Djokovic. 
What are your thoughts on how this will go? Well, we only can hope. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, he's the rank underdog. It's as simple as that. I mean, if you just put the two of them together, what they've achieved in their careers, what Novak's done in Melbourne, um, the hamstring, oh, look, yeah, it depends who you talk to. Um, some believe that he's got That's, no injury at all and the spine games. Yeah, you, you can't and you can't have a hamstring, people. a bad hamstring, and get through so many games. And, and it, it, I just don't think that it's an issue. No, you 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 wouldn't think so. And but you know we just we, we just we just don't know totally. There's a bit of mystery around all of that. But he's been completing his matches. Look, he's the best player in the field. Uh, Damon or you know, look, he's got to hold his service games, um, and he's got to really hit his spots on serve. He's got to take some risks. And Damon or loves to play in the forward part of the court. He likes to volley um, and he's going to play close to the lines. He can't play conservatively is the, in, the, in simple terms, but with that comes high risk. But if he wants the reward, he's going to have to take that risk and mm. try and somehow, he's going to move Novak out of his comfort zone. Easier said than done because Djokovic just, the depth he hits with and the accuracy is just incredible. So that's what Demon is confronting tonight. But who knows? We dare to dream, hey? Is that the first yep. game tonight, BP? It's the only game. There's a doubles, uh, Jace, after. Right. It's the only singles match uh, tonight. So right. that's the other thing, too. You could go singles, doubles, um, right throughout a tournament. That, that could help solve a little bit of a problem. Well, yes. You, yeah. Anyhow. Right here. Is there anything in this Netflix uh, curse that everyone's talking about, Breakpoint or 10-star players, who appeared in <laughs> that are out? Well, one of them's Kyrgios, who pulled out. But yeah. is, there, is this a – will people be lining up to do the next <laughs> batch of Breakpoint? Or they'll go, stuff that. <laughs> See you later. Oh, it could be. It could be. Oh, look, I think it's just – yeah, it's just a coincidence, really. I mean, it's just professional tennis. Every time we come into a tournament, there's just results that surprise us. There's players that emerge. Uh, the, the depth underneath uh, the, the so-called you know, top-line stars is pretty big now, um, and they want to scalp. Uh, they, they don't play the resume on the other side of the net. They just back themselves in, and they're fearless. And, yeah, yeah it's good competition. We've got some names in the second week that you couldn't have predicted. So, um it's, we'll wait and see. It's interesting. I heard John Millman being interviewed by Patton Heels on SCNQ, and he said, you know, back in the old days, you could probably cruise for, through the, the first couple of rounds, but yeah. he said the he said the young talent that is out there now, he said it's game on from the first service game at mm-hmm. any tournament. It is. I mean, think back. I remember thinking back to when I first started covering tennis, Jason. I mean, those women's matches would be love and one. There'd be absolute destroyations. And now, you know, the women are... Um, yeah, they're pushed to the limits in, in some of those matches. There's still some uh, one-sided matches, but, yeah, it's it's pretty much on, you know, right from the start, and uh, you can't really cruise now. There's always a scare for the top-line players or two in the first week, and, yeah, it's, it's you know, great tennis to watch. I love seeing these, uh, you know, young players emerge who are prepared to take on the best, and it just goes to show the margins are, yeah, quite small to be really honest. Yeah, well, on that note, I know we're still a few days away from uh, getting to the to the, uh, to the final, but uh, in the women's, who's your uh, your tip? Well, I really like uh, I really like Sabalenka. Uh, I think she's had a brilliant start to the year one Adelaide. 12 months ago, she was serving that many double faults. I think she served about 430 double faults for the year, uh, which was just, you know, astronomical. You know, she brought in some assistance there, some biomechanics helping her She's adding more kick to the second serve. So she, it looks like that uh, part of it's sorted because the rest of her game, it is like a tsunami. I mean, she is 
belting the absolute cover off the ball. And as long as she doesn't get tight and nervous, because she's a bit emotional, uh, but she's got the power game to blow the rest of the field away. And, you know, Sviontek out. Uh, on Jaberak. Garcia went out today, the fourth seed. Uh, Pagula is uh, in great form. Jess, she's the highest seed left. I mean, she's playing really good tennis, but I think if you put her up against uh, Savalenka, Savalenka probably blows her away. So we'll, uh, we'll wait and see. Righto. Well, Rublev, match point, serving for it um, in the uh, the tiebreaker. Um, the fifth set against Rune. Is it Rune or Runa? Runa. Holger Runa. Olga Runa, and um, we're just going to sort of keep. We can't this, actually this, call this, it. Yeah, no, but this, <laughs> this is the longest rally. It will be. <laughs> oh, I've seen all of for their lives. Here we go. go. It's a, no, it's not over. No, it's nine yeah, all. No, I'd love, I'd love to call it gents, but I don't think I'm allowed. No, we're you're not. not. We're not allowed either. Nine all, the tiebreaker. <laughs> another, another I was, epic. I was, I was right on that line where Holger has just ripped the backhand. I mean, that's incredible. Uh, this, yeah. <laughs> this is a great match. Oh, there you are. We're waving to you. Yeah, there you are. Okay, you just see his little eyes peeking through that gap <laughs> in the wall. All right, BP, we'll let you go. Uh, and I'll be listening to your call tonight on SEN of the Djokovic versus Dimonor match. Uh, you can listen to that, obviously, via SEN. Uh, download the SEN app. You can listen there as well. We've got AO Radio. Badge thought that was adult stories with yourself, BP. It is. It's it? not adults only. It's the Australian <laughs> well, Open. Well, well, well. After eleven, anything anything's on the menu, uh, Jace. Okay. Mate, could you Thanks. do can you do us a favour tonight and read out some old Mills and Boone for us? That'll get us. That'll get buzz. <laughs> that'll get buzz in the mood after his uh, fourth marriage. So, all right, mate. Good luck with that tonight. We look forward to your call, BP. No. Thank you. All. Thanks, Brett. gents. Bye, bye, Brett Phillips, covering the Australian mm-hmm. Open and commentating uh, from SEN, and of course, his great show that you can hear on the station as well. Uh, first serve, a pinnacle of engineering, the Kia EV6 GT, the most powerful Kia ever crafted, the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. Gee, they're pouring in the great sporting families. I was going to ask uh, BP about that, but he's um, at the tennis. He's got other things on his mind. Uh, great sporting families, Minji and Min Woo Lee. Yeah, Min Woo Lee almost had a win, didn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah. Across the, uh, on the weekend, I think it might have been this morning. The Spinks brothers, Leon and Michael, the Spinks is Leon and Michael. Um, the Waters Brothers, yes, yes the great uh, Waters Brothers from the Central Coast, outstanding, and uh, a couple more. Oh yes, the uh, the Munsters, love it. Cameron, Herman, Eddie, <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> Thanks, good on your wrist. Mr. Munster, some good gear. What about the Burgi? I forgot about the that. four Burgesses. I know St. Boyd's had a crack at me going. Oh. You thought I would have mentioned it. I just forgot. Yeah, okay. Right, yeah, we've got to go to a break. This is sports. So how's that match going? Is it still going or is it finished? No, it's finished. Runa. Runa won it in the tie. No, he didn't. No, he, he lost it. in the tiebreaker. Yep. Rublev was down 7-3 in the tiebreaker. They go to 10, the, the, uh, the fifth set The super tiebreaker, yeah. He's ended well up winning done. the fifth set 7-6. That means we're not far away from uh, Djokovic and Demonor at the Australian Open. Break time. This is Sports Day. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And don't forget, you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. Queensland time.